0: Right, and welcome to another episode of Stories from a Bar. I'm your host, Chris Osborne, and for this episode, I'm hanging out with Trey Miller, Casey Reed, Brendan Willis, and Ronnie Sherman, all the guys who make up the band Cherie Amore. How's it going, fellas? Fucking awesome. Awesome. Life is
1: well on this fine Friday.
0: Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to hang out. I, like I said, uh, mentioned in the emails, I've been really digging the EP, the new song, since now. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure for me to get a chance to chat with you guys. So thanks.
1: Thanks for having pleasure us. Pleasure is on. ours. Appreciate you having us on.
0: I have to ask just one thing quick How many people mispronounce the, the name of the band?
1: Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. them, just all, all. Roughly 50%. So Please.
0: is it? It's Shari, like- right? Is that the right way to yes, say it? Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, you're,
2: you're on. One of yeah, the. It's not, it's not fucking Cherry Armor, what the fuck y'all want to call it? <laughs>
0: it's always yeah, yeah. You're oh,
2: like, who, who's Cherry Armor? Cherry Armor's is next.
0: <laughs> when I saw the name, one of the things, that, I mean, that's one of the first things that jumped out at me. It's not the a kind of name you usually see. So, and, you know, in the days where there's millions of bands out there, it's getting harder to come up with something that kind of stands out. And this name just stood out when I first saw it. I'm like, what's that? It's good.
2: Thank you. I guess it did its job.
0: It did. It did. I'm going to do a quick shout out to a local brewery here from Glenville, New York, the Albany 518 area, as I like to highlight a local one when I'm not actually doing a beer episode. So Wolf Hollow Brewing in Glenville, New York. I'm drinking some of their Wolf Hollow Amber Ale for this episode, and it's delicious. Anybody in the 518 should go check them out. Uh, I recommend I helped. I was hanging out when they brewed a beer there. Uh, one other time, a few months ago, it was a great party. I sat there and drank, and the brewers did the work, and then someone cooked up food. It was wonderful.
2: <laughs> Sounds like my kind of party. It
0: was. It was.
3: Yeah. Yo, what's your favorite type of beer, man?
0: Uh, free, cold. <laughs>
3: yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> viol- yeah. 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 I'm not a, down with
0: that. Like I, I do a lot of beer stuff. I love craft beers and stuff like that. I'm not a beer snob. I'll drink just about anything. Uh, whatever I'm in the mood for. I, I In fact, today, I don't know how your Friday's been going. I've been doing a little grilling and day drinking myself. Uh, I had the day off, fortunately. But just oh, tossing man. back some Shandies and just sitting on the deck. There you go.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds nice. The lime
0: What kind of beers are you guys into?
1: Sweet tea. If it's not summertime, I'm usually a Stout Florida guy, really.
0: The, the, the dark ones are the only ones I can't get into. I keep trying, and there's just not one that's caught my real taste buds.
1: It's usually like the coffee or like chocolate notes. Yeah. That are really just, that's always getting me. Yeah.
0: Nice.
3: Yeah, man, IPAs for me, I kind of like the pine cone taste. You know, that's uh, more <laughs> my speed. But honestly, I've kind of found an appreciation for lighter beers because you sometimes you just find yourself drinking throughout the day. Well, you're going to want something lighter than an IPA. Or oh, if it's yeah. like hot at a festival, I don't want to drink a fucking IPA. I just want something a little more refreshing. So like a Corona would be perfect. But the lime, without the lime, it's a one. With the lime, it's like a 10.
0: <laughs> Is that big a difference for you?
3: Yeah, man. The lime makes all the difference, honestly. It really <laughs> does. How well, how do you feel about it?
0: I don't disagree. I'm not a big Corona fan, but uh, when I'm having a Dos Equis or something like that, I like to throw in a, a lime.
3: Yeah, it's a flavor enhancer for sure.
0: Yeah. Are y'all yeah. with the micheladas
3: though? The like what? The micheladas
1: with the when you put a, the tomato juice in there,
0: oh. put a little
1: spice in
0: it. I can't when uh, you can uh, get like, a
1: Modelo and, and do a little tomato juice in there, spice it I, up, bro. With, like a little some Trey, <laughs>
0: Trey, why have you never
3: showed me this shit, man? I'd love to fucking try it. You would let me and Ron drink tomato bro. juice, but yank ain't. Uh,
1: <laughs> bro, I think Bud Light even makes them, and Modelo makes them too. Like they probably sell them at sheets around the corner from your house. I'm
0: sure there's cans of it, anywhere. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really
2: stuff, a, I'm not really a beer drinker per se. There, nothing
0: wrong with that. I'm
2: I'm a little I'm a little basic, you know, like Melly Light, Bud Light, PBR. Hey man,
0: like, no judgments on this. Like I said tequila. Uh, tequila though. Tequila. Oh, man. tequila. Oh, I messed with
3: tequila. Tequila, though. tequila! Uh, out, out, darin. Darin.
0: I'm not a, darin. I'm not a big liquor guy. I don't, I can't even smell sambuca, or I'll want to throw up. Mm. Oh no, yeah, that's,
2: that's how it is with me and the goose. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> Trey, remember them Frostburg nights? Oh yeah, yeah, bro. For me, <laughs> anything Burnett, keep it away. Oh my God, Ooh. jet jet fuel. Somebody <laughs> was off the Everclear, bro.
0: Oh, God, Everclear. The Jeez. liquor.
1: The liquor. Mm. Oh, Ronnie left me the most legendary voicemail. What
2: was that, your 19th birthday, El? Yeah, man, look. I, I, <laughs> hey, I was partaking. I was day drinking, as you say. And, uh, yeah, it turned into night drinking. And it just progressed. <laughs> as and, it often uh, does. Yeah, I've I'd seen, I'd seen this video of me clutching a window, trying to not fall over. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, yeah, so I I, I, met, I left Trey this voicemail, like, we, what was this, what was that, spring 2015, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, things happen, you know. i man, I get it. People leave schools and shit, so I was missing my mans, right? So I, I, I just called him, got his voicemail, and, you know, as one does when inebriated.
0: <laughs> the drunk voicemail.
2: Man, I miss you, yo. I I love you, yo. Like, hold it down, yo. Like, you know, whatever.
1: That's what he thought he said. It was like 10%
0: decipherable. There you go.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs)
0: Two different stories.
2: I was walking up the hill trying not to slip on the ice. You heard me? So.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, so just a couple of weeks ago, you guys got a big tour coming up next month that just got announced a few weeks ago with Broadside, Young Culture, and first and forever, who I'm actually not familiar with. I have I've been meaning to check them out. I just haven't gotten around to checking them out yet. Pretty All good. Yeah. Uh, I actually I didn't know broad. I haven't listened to Broadside up until recently. legit, mm. maybe a week or two before you announced the tour was announced. They are also uh, very good. Just by uh. seeing other bands I follow on Twitter retweeting them and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm at work one day. I'm like, I'll throw these guys on and check it out. And now I fucking I'm loving their Rage and Sea album, man. I can't get enough of it's that. So good. Morning
4: so good yeah, it's tight the raging sea is like a perfect mix of like their previous records in my opinion
0: yeah yeah I, uh, I listened to raging sea and then i forgot the name of the one that was before that but that's that one was paradise i think it that might have been Paradise. Right.
2: yeah uh, yeah but
0: well, that's gonna be an awesome tour very Sounds good like. very, i can't
4: very wait
2: very excited very excited
4: i love broadside since like
0: 2014 so this
4: is crazy that we're even on tour with them
0: and actually, young culture, I'm familiar with because they're from the Albany area. And the timing <laughs> of this is great because, uh, other than me being off today from work, I went and so to a free concert last night, which was Young Culture and State Champs. That uh,
1: I, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. It was like under the, the freeway or something. I've seen, I've yeah. Seen
0: Albany Albany does a summer concert series, which I think has been, uh, I don't think they did it the last two years because of the pandemic and everything. So I think this is the first year back. And they just kicked it off last night. And those were the two, two uh, bands. They set, up, they set up the rain location because it was fucking pouring in the morning. So right, it was my first right, time right. going to a concert under a bridge. <laughs> How was it? It, it,
2: looked, it looked really tight. It was really cool, yeah, man.
0: Uh, it definitely started, it started at five, so it was early in the afternoon. So a little day drinking yesterday, too. So I'm on a, I'm on a little <laughs> bit of a... But keeping it man, in control.
2: My man's getting it in.
0: But uh, Young crazy. Culture was good. I don't know if you've met those guys yet. I know you guys are both signed to Equal Vision not in yeah, person homies. though no uh yeah they hey, put and on and then, homies yeah they put on a good show uh good guys actually i found out about them because they went to school with a younger cousin of mine oh shit oh, sick. uh but uh state champs they put on a great show too with their new album that just came out so it was cool like one them. of my
4: favorite live bands
0: yeah they were really good i was impressed it was the first time i've actually seen them
2: yeah i mean i've seen uh maybe like Seven, eight times. They were my first tattoo. I have the around the world back. Oh wow, nice. on my chest. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of great bands that come out of Albany. In fact, uh, Ronnie and I were talking before everyone was on because he's wearing his Newfound Glory hoodie. I just saw them last week. Newfound yep. Glory was in town for the Sticks and Stones tour, which was a fucking great show. Saw them a four year. Great show. Yep, four year. Uh, yep. I, mm-hmm. I, I admittedly four years. One of those bands that I've known the name for a long time, but I've never actually sat down and really listened to. I've only caught a song here or there, but they were fucking. And I know is it Alan produced your EP, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They put on a great. They had a great set. Yeah, yeah. They're very good.
2: Brain Pain, like shit, top five albums all time for me.
0: Uh, What uh, What was funny is the fire alarm went off like in the middle of their set with like Ah. the lights flashing, Ah. and apparently when that happened, I don't know if someone was smoking in the bathroom or something like that, but it wasn't an actual fire. They cut the power to the stage. So they oh. go to start the play and nothing's happening. We're like, what's uh, happening? What, you got the uh, lights flashing. No one's going <laughs> anywhere. Everyone's just like, okay. So the yeah, fire what, department uh, had to come like 15 what, minutes later. They finally got back to it. We're able to rock out, just plow right. through the rest of the set, which was great.
2: Right. What, uh, Funny. what, what venue was that? Was uh, that Empire? Yeah. Uh oh, so, Yeah. We were just there. Were you? Yeah. We, uh, we did what? set
0: it off elsewhere that 1. was a tour tour yeah. yeah oh okay back nice. in back in april oh uh, all right yeah. i must have i must have not seen that yeah, yeah it was
4: it set uh... off uh, no love and shallow pools yeah, yeah. nice
2: yeah it's a beautiful uh, venue. It's, it's a I great love, venue i love that venue
0: yeah it sounds really good uh i'm a little i feel a little old in the tooth or long in the tooth at this point to be standing for three hours <laughs> So mm-hmm. I miss. Uh, they moved. They just moved into that venue a couple of years ago, up from Clifton Park, which was about a twenty-five minute, thirty-minute drive north from Albany. Well, mm. and they had some bar stools there at least, so I just sit at the side. Bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like it's it's got to be bands I love now if I'm going to go and stand for some time. <laughs> it's
2: exactly how I feel.
0: But uh, yeah, Albany. They have some great venues. A lot of great local bands uh, that come out of the area too how was um your tour with concrete castles and point north which i know you guys wrapped up maybe just a couple months ago now i think right it was good yeah it was solid it
2: be beginning of april yeah i mean we had a it was our first time out so we were like taking everything in we
4: learning the ropes just, yeah, yeah getting put, fucked we, by van problems
0: Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, seems like that happens until at least one band every every oh. tour
4: it does it right. will for the rest of our lives, yeah. probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had um yeah. I had Concrete Castles on one of my episodes the end of last year, but I think before that tour just before that tour started or was announced. The uh, Great Guys awesome album. Yeah, they yeah we loved nice. them to
4: death. They they've come out to both of our tours after that too. Oh, Yeah,
1: but, yeah. They pulled up in Buffalo on the set yeah. tour. Oh, really? really cool. Yeah, we yep. were just hanging. It was dope. That's like one of my favorite parts of the whole tour experience is just to hang Make-
0: yeah, making friends, get into know each band and everything. Yeah, that sounds. It just seems like a travel, and it becomes like a travel and family. It looks like. Yeah, it does. Sure. Yeah, and it then looks, when
2: everybody everybody rolls through everybody else's areas, kind of link up. Like, what's up? How you been? Everything. Yeah.
0: Nice. In fact, uh, I'm going to Empire in two weeks for Less Than Jake and Bowling for Soup, which I'm really oh, looking forward to. It's just a fucking I, fun. Show. I love Less
2: Than Jake. Lesson Jake Live is Legendary. I, like they're one of the bands. Like, I, I don't deep dive on their discography, Like, I know the hits and everything, but like, yeah, I'd go see them live. I saw, um, I saw them last fall with Newfound Glory.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, that was a, that was a great tour.
0: It was like one of the
2: first shows or my first shows back from COVID.
0: So, yeah, I'm making up for it with uh, making up for COVID this year with just the shows. I think they just announced Jimmy Eat World's coming to Empire. So I gotta get tickets for that. It's been well, years yeah, since we, I've it's been years since I've seen to, less than Jake though, so I'm looking forward to that.
2: Jimmy you're World, yeah, uh he's on four chord, ain't he? Or yeah. Yeah, we're playing uh playing four chord too. Nice with a lot of with a lot of people we've looked up to. So it's
0: what's that like uh, when you're getting the chance to play those kind of shows with people you've looked up to for you guys? Like,
2: hey, how we get here? I have no idea. But there's yeah. there's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's this stage, bro. They're ours for this thirty-minute set. Let's, it's like you
4: know. it's weird at first because you don't want to be like too weird about things. Yeah, but then once everything gets going, you're like, oh, okay. And also, like, I've met some people that were like dickheads, so I'm always like cautious. Like, and I don't kind of I don't want to ruin my perspective of them if they are a dickhead. Oh so, yeah, that's yeah, always shitty too. But
0: well, like that's the standard warning you get: like, never meet your heroes. Because you don't know what yeah. they're really going to be sure. like.
4: Sure. So far, yeah. so good though. So far, so good.
0: That's yeah. awesome. I actually, since we're talking about shows, do you guys have any favorite shows, memorable shows? Growing Connecticut. Up?
1: Oh, I was very same, bro. Oh, I thought. You uh, were that crazy. you've been to.
4: That I've been to. Um,
0: we can talk about <laughs> ones you play, too.
2: Yeah, let's do that too.
4: Um, memorable shows. I saw Kid Cudi on the beach when I was like eight.
2: Funny story about that one, too. Yeah. It I was an Ocean City do tour. Yeah, so look, I was <laughs> there. I was there, too, and I, my dumbass, I didn't put two and two together why there was a fucking concert on the beach. So, like, I'm sitting there just chilling, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. And I see on the, like, ESPN the next morning, like, yeah, it was just highlights of Kid Cudi playing on the beach. So I'm like, yo, I'm a fucking dumbass.
4: <laughs> yeah he, he was he was playing out of like a little trailer stage it was the coolest shit ever
2: yeah because i was ca- i caught um whoever was opening for him like i stood there and was watching them and i was just like eh, i'm gonna go back yeah i'm um, i'm stupid kid cuddy
0: was cool
4: <laughs> green day was fun when we went and saw green day
0: nice which oh, yeah. uh where'd you see what show or what cycle uh me
2: reckon. and me and brendan went and Hell mega right so yeah, was, yeah it was
1: fallout oh and Weezer. nice
2: yeah, it was my first, like Green Day is like, you know, if top two, they're definitely number two. I mean, Van Halen's my all time favorite. I've seen them twice. Yeah. So like Green Day was like 20 years in the making. So like, you know, being there with my, my homie and wow. my other brother, like, you know, watching Billy Joe sing songs that I've sung, you know, along with him on CD for 20 years. Just like, yeah, shit was crazy. And I'm like, not a oh, big I fan I of
4: Weezer, did. but Weezer was really fucking good. Weezer is sure,
0: awesome sure. live. They really they are. Were, yeah,
4: Like their songs are so like mellow. But And I was I, at first I was like, this is going to be so like boring watching this. But they like know how to play it. Like, they, I don't I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how you make those songs like enjoyable to watch live. But they did it. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: they can come across mellow on the radio. Then you're in concert and it's like they're just fucking rocking out. I'm like, yeah, this they're is awesome. not the experience you expect. No, not at all. It was very good quick green day story they actually came here to schenectady which is the actual town i live in which is just albany adjacent uh yeah, play a... how do you say that how do you say that schenectady,
2: schenectady. i've seen it ri- like so i i work at a, work at a warehouse and i ship things out like ups and everything so like i've seen i've seen it plenty of times but i've never heard how to say it so yeah. thank
0: you no problem it's not like trust <laughs> me you're not the only person that doesn't know how to say it if you if you haven't been here
1: Okay, cool. All right, but, carry uh, on. So sorry.
0: back in their the Nimrod days, uh, either uh, right when Nimrod record. came out, they played a uh, local college RPI in the field house where the hockey team played. And I remember going to that as a kid. The place was maybe two-thirds of the way full, and they played it like it was an arena show, man, just energetic. Yeah. Billy, uh, oh. Billy Joe's climbing the scaffolding on the sides, squirting water guns. <laughs> Bro, That's what I'm I, trying to
4: get. I'm trying to get a water gun to just hook uh, hook up to my guitar.
2: <laughs> man, I'm trying oh, to get a super oh, soaker. Crazy, man. Uh, I can talk. Reminded me. I can oh, talk for hours about Green Day, but like, yeah. yeah go now. ahead, Trey. Sorry, I was just like, saying, all right. Climbing I scaffolding I
1: remind me of seeing Fever I live. I have Buki right
2: here. Yeah. Fever three three three. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, Jason just goes so crazy every time, like. He's gonna do some acrobatic type shit. You know, Did what you I'm see saying? him jump off the like, roof. Yeah, exactly. That's... Like you yeah. don't know what like and it's like low-key, you're kind of like almost like scared for him. You're like, dude, I don't know about this. Like, what if I witness some crazy shit? Like this looks one mad day, unsafe. dude. <laughs> you feel me? Like he always pulls it
2: up. Uh-huh. I forgot
4: what festival it was, but he he literally just jumped off like one of the tents was, at the festival. It
2: was, it was um the one the last weekend. Like rock and park or whatever. Yeah,
4: so yeah, Rockham or something. or I don't know where the fuck is like, called. He literally, he literally
2: threw. Like he didn't jump off. He threw himself. Yeah,
4: there. into the crowd. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> this shit was
4: crazy.
0: Oh man,
2: that's,
3: I don't want to be that's a part a of it. I'm dropping that's your tra- ass. That's, <laughs> that's
4: a uh, blazer,
0: bro. sounds like you're asking for trouble at that point.
4: Fredo, nah. you got the Mountain doodle?
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, the code red, bro.
4: Oh, I got the code blue and the and the green right now.
1: I ain't never had the code blue, yo. I seen it it's in good. There and I was like, I ain't going two adventures. Like, you know, I know the, the regular one and I know the code red. It was like two for two fifty.
0: Try the not. blue, yo. Try the blue. The blue. I uh I only do the code red usually if I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the code red, but the blue is my favorite. The blue. I'll have to try the blue. Yeah. I've seen that. It, I'm gonna take ras- your
4: word for
1: that. You put me on the green tea. You didn't steer me wrong then.
4: So. Raspberry.
0: Raspberry. Yeah. So yeah. I first actually I first came across you guys I said mentioned your name jumped out at me but uh, one of my favorite things to do is just kind of there it is the Mountain Dew voltage I drank that shit already sorry (laughs) no problem (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite things to do on like a week a weekend night or when I can stay up and don't have to worry about work the next day is just kind of have some drinks and go hunting for music Uh, with equal vision being basically in my backyard I like to keep tabs you know, on their social medias and the websites, see what bands they have rolling through. And that's how I came across you guys, actually. I think it was straight from their website. And that's when I started checking you guys oh, yeah. out and was really digging the EP and stuff. Which even nope. hasn't been out that long. Last, this past October, it came out, I, I believe, right?
4: It's so weird because yeah. we, we've been done with that EP since like July 2020. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's only... And then when I think about it, it's like, damn, people have only known about this for six months. And we're already like releasing. <laughs> we're releasing stuff that we've already done over a year ago. So it's like everything is way, like we're ahead of whatever anybody else is seeing right now. So it's it's weird. It is
0: definitely weird. How would you guys end up signing with Equal Vision? The grace of God.
4: No,
1: I.
2: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no, nah, literally, literally. Yeah.
1: Like, the... I see what you've done for others. Yeah. And I want that?
4: So we did this EP with Alan and um we just didn't we had no idea what to do with it like it was fucking awesome we loved it we didn't want it to go to waste or nothing so uh tate from the band happy i don't know if you've heard of him or he's got like solo stuff now you would like his stuff it's very good but he sent me a bunch of record label emails he was like you have to send this out so that's what i did i just shot in the dark sent it to a couple different record labels and a couple got back and they were like, yeah, we need more social media presence, blah, blah, blah. And then Equal Vision just hit us up like, hey. And then a couple months later,
0: signed a deal, did some music videos, and now we're here. Nice. We'll talk about some of those music videos because some of those, particularly for Burn, just, is just insane. That's Casey. <laughs> He's right here for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't get a to get chance to, to watch on that. Yeah, I saw the uh, the video on YouTube there, the behind the scenes, but it, it was like a half hour. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to watch it because I was at work at the time. Yeah. But, uh, but I have to ask at least one obligatory interview question, and that is, of course, where the name came from. <laughs> Sheree Amore.
1: Go ahead, try to, Go ahead. A, a, Go ahead. A demo. So, like, we were making a bunch mm. of demos, honestly, for the EP, and uh, there was one where, like, I made a demo, and, like, the hook, I was saying, like, my sharia more kind of like from the stevie wonder song
0: yeah i didn't even know that was a song until i went to looked up the name 1969
1: yeah so like i just uh yeah like kind of freestyled that into a demo and then that actually turned itself into something real later on and we used the name
0: yeah nice so i mean i know just from looking up some articles and stuff i've learned a little bit about the band you guys from baltimore and stuff like that and uh there was a prior version of the band to some extent called one life to lead right yeah Yeah. indeed so how'd the current group come together
2: uh i mean go ahead
4: we have a system now because like we know who i apologize for any repeat questions that i'm sure you've answered no 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 no. no. we love doing this we love talking about ourselves we're very uh very vain no i'm just (laughs) kidding
2: A little history, like, buff myself. So, like, I don't know. It's just how we got here. I love history. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, OLTL was a thing for, like, five years, almost six years maybe. So, like, me and Trey uh, and, you know, whoever else was in the band at the time, (laughs) we uh, (laughs) started that shit up and, you know, kind of, it was a learning period, for real, for real. It was a learning period. Like we learned how to like, you know, make music together, right? You I know, mean, sometimes people can't hang, so they drop off. And then you find worthy people such as Brendan and Casey. Well, you're and, so sweet. Uh, Damn wrong. But the damn but but the real story, but the real story was like, all right, we had this one guy leave and then or the step back, whatever he did. And uh I had slid what was I think Brendan joined the band solely off of
4: Be honest. the song
2: "Be Honest." Yeah,
4: hundred percent. I'll find the deal yeah. right now.
2: Right, not nah, bro. I have it screenshot somewhere. I came across it the other day. You know, so like
4: that shit was so good.
2: Yeah, so I sent them that, and then I sent them the whole EP. Like this was before the Visions of Grandeur EP came out. You know, Dropbox links. All my musician homies know. <laughs> yeah, so I I sent them that and. You know, we just started talking and shit, and his uh, he he had been without a project. He was like
4: solo Dolu. Yeah, Look at, I was a, I was in the same boat, but like my my whole previous band, same thing, just didn't want to do it. Like it wasn't for them. So like I was like, shit, I still want to do it. I like playing shows, and I was looking yes. for more serious people. So they were just as serious as I was. So it worked so out. I
2: linked up with Brendo. Brendo. You know, got his uniform, as they say when you get hired. Then, you know, our our lead guy. Nah, it's ain't for me. Hands off, I'm done. So uh <laughs> it's funny though, Casey Casey had hit me first. He was like, Hey man, like I'm cool. I was just looking at this start the other day too. Like, I'm I'm cheesy about shit like that. He hit me like, Hey, like, let's go with a collab, like
4: Trying to play I, drums
2: whatever yeah like he wanted to write together or something and then he asked me how we were doing I was like yo funny funny you hit me because I've been meaning to hit you and then um yeah I mean we played you know like two or three shows with him and then it's like "Yo, like it
4: was funny because when was Trist- really good when they were talking about leaving, our other guitar player. When they were talking about leaving, we we all like almost at the same time were like having the conversation. We're like, we need somebody just as serious as us. And I and I remember we all literally said Casey,
2: right before oh, right. Casey even hit you, right. right so right. it was, it was I, so I had, weird. Had, when when I have to hit somebody and have a conversation that's important to me, like I really have to like sit on it and plot it out, like. So we had been like, yeah, let's hit, let's talk to Casey, and then it was somewhere in that week after that conversation that Casey hit me, and it's just it was funny how it all came together. They call me the recruiter (laughs) because I put the pieces in place. Indeed. And then um, we were a five piece at that point, but then uh, you know, like I said, people decided it's not for
3: them, so here we are. Nice. This is for us. The quartet of the
0: future. There you go.
3: My favorite part about this whole thing is that I was actually in a music video for One Life. Yes.
0: Fuck you, dickhead. Uh, Why are
3: Brendan even being How could you forget?
2: Yeah. So we put out a a music video called Losing You, and Casey was the male lead in said video. Brendan was in the band at this point, but But the video was already done. We hadn't announced him in the band yet. So, yeah, Casey, Casey, he's been in the band longer than Brendan. But like,
0: technically,
4: if <laughs> you yeah. want to get down to it, he, he was in a music video before me. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up.
1: That is a pretty good story. I was gonna say he was one of our first paid actors, but I don't even know if we if we actually slid, bro. I think like, did I we think just we give him, paid him like, like
2: cheeseburgers like or something.
3: <laughs> like it was it was something hey, like I got, I got paid, man. I felt very good that day. It was nice. Boy, like, cool. Hey, it ain't much, but this is for you, right? It's like fuck yeah.
0: Hey man, if you guys hey. ever if you ever film a video in this area, I'm happy to be in it. You don't even have to pay me. <laughs> Hey, you
3: know what? You say that. You say that. I have a band from your area who might want to work with me soon. I'm gonna recruit you. I'm be like, hey, man, I'll pay you in beer.
0: I'm down with that too, man. Just shoot me a message. (laughs) that works. (laughs) That might that'll make things easier for me, (laughs) or at least more entertaining for the other people. Possibly, who knows? (laughs) Loosey goosey. So, we know how the band kind of came together. Now, how'd you guys get interested in in playing music in the first place? Mm. We can go around. His first, Trey? Let's uh, you. Oh,
1: no, Go ahead, Trey. Dave. Go ahead, Trey. For me, it just feel like it was just always in me. Like, I remember I tried to make my first solo album and shit, and I was like 10, 11. <laughs> shit was ass. <laughs> I, had I, a, I had a me. A, I had a, uh, a first act acoustic guitar, first act uh like literally you mean like the child drum set? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had the low joint, and I had I had one donkeys. of them. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought I was trying to go in. I was, I was trying to drop like a, like a man. I don't even know. It was, I call it a precursor to eight oh eights and heartbreak.
2: Yo, yo <laughs> wow. was making, yo was but making a terrible work. version though. Like, yo yeah. was making like indie folk, like talking about yeah, my my mama won't let me go outside no more. Like,
1: yeah, talking about my mom took away my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and all that type of shit, bro. It was real, but I just felt like it was always.
0: (laughs) Hey, man, there's a market for that kind of music, like nerd, nerd rock and rap. Yeah, man,
2: (laughs) that's hard.
1: Get kids started on the, you know, on the punk
0: metal scene early. There you go.
1: Already, man. Yeah, but yeah, it was just kind of something I was always interested in. And first, it was more so just like rap and hip hop, all that stuff. Then I got more into rock in like high school. So nice. Yeah.
0: Who's next? about um Ronnie. your amigo yeah the drummer
2: um yeah, yeah yeah so uh i don't like like trey said i'm it was always in me like from a young young age like my fr- my first favorite band was kiss like i'm talking like real real young my mom would tell me stories about like yeah you'd hear like kiss on the tv or something and like you just start going stupid and i'm like <laughs> Wow. So like, yeah, Kiss was my first favorite band and then Green Day. And then probably around like fourth grade, like I kind of like I joined the band in high school or or high school, fourth grade, elementary school. Sorry. Going um, backwards. Yeah. And then it was it's kind of around that time that like I heard. So I, heard, I hadn't heard Van Halen for the first time, but there's this there was this scenario that. My dad was playing something on a, a really nice stereo. Like, you could hear everything, right? And I heard Ain't Talking About Love, right, from the first album. I just heard the open. I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? Like, holy shit. And he was like, yeah, it's Van Halen, you know, like, and just song kept rolling. I walked out the room like, yeah, I got to figure some shit out. Like, I got to learn how to do something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh Came back around sixth grade, Christmas time. I hear they're going on tour with David Lee Roth again. That was my first concert. Supposed to be on my birthday, but, you know, I got to see them nonetheless, right? So that Christmas, I got my first drum kit and, like, the Van Halen, like, Greatest Hits double CD, whatever. So, like, that shit was real formative to me. That's how I got started, and then, like, playing in bands and shit, learning how to record my own music, you know, throughout high school. And that awesome. brings it up to like 2015 to where, you know, this universe started coming together. So,
0: yeah. What about you, Brandon? Um,
4: uh, music's kind of like been in, in my family. I didn't pick a guitar up until I was 18, like after high school. And then I, I don't, I don't know. Like I kind of just fell in love with it. I, I was really into like state champs and like, I, who was Stageham's honestly was the turning point for me. Like I used to watch ties all, all the time, like just performing. And I was like, damn, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to go mm-hmm. do spins. I want to fucking get the crowd route up and shit. So that's like when it started for me, but I feel like the same thing as like Trey and Ronnie. Like when I was younger, it was, it's always just been a part of me. My grandfather played drums. He was always in a band played like a lot of beach rock stuff. And like a lot of older, older rock. My, his, his brother played guitar and it's just, it's just always been there. My mom's always had a binder full of CDs in the back with like
2: crazy, bro. Yeah, that brings like, back that brings back memories, <laughs> dog. Like,
4: like she would just say, like, pull out a CD and it'd be like Usher, or Mariah Carey. Bro, I'd be Green I'd be Day. Be riding
2: down the be riding down the road with my aunt, right? And we would literally change CDs for one song.
0: Nah, I didn't do all yeah. that. I've done, done that done driving. A that's like, not a, she- that's not something you should do. Um.
2: Well, I mean, things. I was up front. I was up front too. So, like, I was the DJ. But, like, nah, like anything you wanted was in them binders. That's crazy. My fault for. Well, I you you people.
0: know, like the warning messages about not texting and driving. What about the days where people were flipping through these giant ass CD books and driving? The binders, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's just
2: crazy, yo. Like you had to be there, type of shit. I missed well, the I, flipping I, CDs,
3: man. It's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
3: it's we like, were on, up,
2: on the point I north tour.
3: to deal with it, shit
1: right my bad case so uh, I, I was gonna say when we was on the uh the point north tour i was trying to explain the concept of like a mixed cd and like burning a cd to like a 14 year old fan oh god like, what are you talking about because i was just casually saying i was like, yeah, we used to burn cds all the time and he was like why would you do that and i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, why oh, would you burn like, them burn, burn. like yeah like, man I, I was like wow this is crazy Like, how do i explain burning a cd
0: We're uh, try explaining the days where I don't know if any of you have done this, I don't know how old you guys actually are. I'm 38, so I'm older than I look, maybe. But uh, the days of trying to record songs off the fucking radio on like a top 10 night countdown,
1: yeah, with your phone with with a tape, no, with the blank cassette tape, tape. yeah, you still go in.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
4: I I think the furthest back we all go is probably the uh cell phone up to the MTV music video or your ringtone. I think that's probably. That's probably gonna Shit, show our that age was the even, most.
2: That was even before me. I was I was definitely burning CDs, yo. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, plenty of stressful moments. Like, damn, I only got 80 minutes, yo. Like, what the fuck am I throwing on here? Yeah, you he just sit there and look at the bar, just like, come on, move, yo.
0: Like, that was tough too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. Casey, how'd you uh, get into music? <laughs> the the mute symbols on. Did he not hear me?
3: <laughs> no, literally Logan. I was the mute's fucking on for real uh, <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. but yeah man uh i shit i uh i got into music super super young my fa- my first favorite band and, i mean this isn't saying much but my first favorite band was aerosmith when i was like five or six years old i think um and that was a tape actually uh, i used to listen to tapes back in those days Casey's i'm not that old elder of the group
0: <laughs> the other uh, statesman
3: yes yeah. i may be the elder but i'm not that old i'm like 30 years old so i mean i wasn't doing anything too crazy like uh copying music on the tapes but yeah man i i started with that i got into uh my cousin introduced me to sugar cult which was like my first pop punk oh yeah man they were Ooh.
0: great. Fuck yeah.
3: yeah that was super 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 early but then when i first started playing guitar i was listening to like my chemical romance um and they were one of my first covers them and him but what really kind of like, really get, got me to, I guess, super solidified with a lot of things is actually um, this band, Darkest Hour, which back then they were a little more popular, but nowadays they're a little more underground, but they're just like straight up thrash metal, like um, lots of blast beats and thrashy stuff. And, and I mean, I've been playing now for quite some time. My first band, I was actually the vocalist stuff. I wasn't a good vocalist, don't get me wrong, I was terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, I did it. I did it anyway. And then eventually, uh, I ended up um, teaching my friends how to play their instruments. I mean, not that I was even that great, but I taught my friend Raddick how to play a bass. I taught right. another kid how to play guitar, and then eventually, uh, I ended up starting a band where yeah, we were just playing music. So yeah, that was shit. That it's literally it's been probably about 16 years since that time. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I'm just. I'm just a lifelong musician like these guys for the most part. I mean, Brandon may have started later, but I mean, still.
4: A whole we, life.
3: I think we're we're all music lovers. We're not those people who you would have a conversation <laughs> with and you'd be like, you know, oh, I just listen to what's on the radio. You know, we all love music very uh, deeply. Very
4: different kinds of music too. I think that's why yeah. this band works so well is we all love like everything. We're all We're not like, oh, I only listen to this type of music or I only listen to this. It's kind of like everybody is everywhere.
0: That's That's kind of why our
4: music is everywhere.
0: (laughs) It's funny you say that and we'll get more into that Uh, because uh, I was going to say you guys have so many. One of the things I liked about the EP when I first heard it is like these fucking songs are kind of all over the place and I love it and it all blends and it works. If you guys with you guys into all kinds of different styles of music and stuff like that, what's the writing process like for you guys when you guys come together?
4: Very weird. I don't feel like it's like anybody else's that I've heard of like in interviews because like uh, Ronnie was talking about earlier, we we are big fans of like watching how bands came together, like their backstory and shit like that. And Anytime I would watch the writing process, it'd be like, oh, the singer wrote this song, the bass player wrote this song. But with us, it's like everywhere. It's like Dude, it's Casey like... will come up with something. Ronnie will come up with guitar parts. Trey hums something like it's I don't know. It's just right, as like, like mashup as our music is.
2: There's whole songs that are built just around like things Trey has like voice recorded or voice memoed into his phone or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's we we try to try to stay uh, vigilant's not the right word, but like we we try to like you know try different things. I guess I don't know.
4: We're not I mean, afraid to really have process. weird shit. Just, like, yeah
2: right like one just because All one about process, workout <laughs> right just because one process worked for this song like i, I don't know maybe we should attack it from a different and i feel player. like
4: casey casey was like the yeah the the guy that that if i remember remembering this right he he was the one that specifically said like hey who the fuck cares how we write the songs that's just right that it's right i mean i was gonna say like,
1: the same exact shit at the same exact time like yeah
4: I'm I'm a better writer when we're like writing as a group, so for me that that was kind of like I don't like doing that at first. That's what I thought, but then like that's how the whole EP, I guess, and the whole record coming up was done that way. Was like who who cares? Especially COVID being a thing and like we couldn't get together as often. We kind of had to write the way we write because we had no other options. Mm -hmm. So like Casey would have an idea.
2: That was mad different, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was definitely weird, but that's that's us. That's how it came out. Is it, uh, with like such diverse musical tastes and styles, is it hard to wrangle uh, your ideas in sometimes when you're trying to focus on a song? Or is there somebody I've, that has to kind of get people back on track for anything?
2: I feel like at first, it at first the whole process was kind of like something we had to get used to. But now it's like, we we know how to be tasteful with things like yeah we
4: don't have boundaries so like we right i'm not worried about going off track because that's how half our songs were written we just (laughs) and alan is a big big key in that because he took all of these parts that each of us have and he put them together in like the best way possible because we wouldn't be us without alan i don't think because he kind of helped us figure out how
1: to do that right yeah, I was gonna say he also serves as like a good check or like inspiration at times where he's like he can draw something out of you that you, you think he could do better or other times we we're like, yo, what if we did this? And he's like, all right, Joe. Like now you're getting a little,
2: Al <laughs> like, Come on, Alan, dude.
1: all right, you need to yeah. calm down. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Alan, Alan <laughs> yeah. Then eventually he's in a cave is- and we'll do it anyway. <laughs> Alan's a good, yeah. Alan's a good like vibe check person, like. He's 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 a he's a vibe maintainer when we're you know in the studio going through parts and shit. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. Make sense? yeah.
4: Once we're doing pre-production, so like after the demo's already done, he's he he keeps us in check. Yeah.
0: I'm curious. Uh, are are there like multiple versions? The songs that ended up the way they did on the EP are there like multiple? versions in like different styles just to kind of see yes what were so there's like a more hip hop version of like burn oh, yeah. or something. Oh <laughs> short yeah a-
2: short answer yes.
4: It's actually the opposite burn was more was I don't even know how to burn was more movementy. I don't know if you've listened to movements but it had a very like it was three
2: yeah it, 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 was, it <laughs> like was like three a, days grace type feel like okay yeah, it,
4: was, it was a dark guitar part that would it, but then we right. replaced it with the piano and it turned it into the hip-hop so burn was actually the opposite oh wow yeah
2: yeah too nice to say it would have been the opposite like the only things imposter stayed the same yeah uh <laughs> beautiful mess kind of a little bit but like beautiful
4: mess was a lot actually a, a, a Beautiful Mess was, like, the biggest mood swing, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I was looking at it from, like, a... From my standpoint. From, yeah, but, from the
4: drums, yeah. But guitar it, it, and, like, just the general mood of that song completely switched up when we, when yeah, we yeah, did that, it. Yeah, yeah,
2: that That joint was real depressing, and then now it's real.
4: <laughs> now it's still depressing, but in an uppy way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> in a real catchy Orl- way.
4: In a, Orlando, yes, in a real...
2: Though. Orlando, Orlando, though. The biggest difference. Was... That well, yeah, like Casey had like this uh real like proggy type thing. Instrumental. And, yeah, and then I what we we sat there and rewrote it with Alan.
4: The vocals uh, pretty much stayed the same except for like little melody things here, right? And then the biggest change was the instrumental. We actually chopped it up for the yeah. chorus. Like we literally took the old instrumental and Allen physically like chopped it up. And uh, does he use Ableton? I don't even fucking know. He's pro. Uh, Tools, I mean,
2: right? yeah. Either way, I mean,
4: either way, he chopped it up, and that's how he got Orlando. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. He was on his
3: Timberland shit.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I Allen. I think uses uh Pro Tools. We we all use Ableton for the most part. I don't know hey, Brenner, who is we,
4: Ableton. motherfucker. Uses... I am trying.
2: <laughs> I, I, I am say. trying I to I've use Ableton. I've gotten really good at it. I've gotten really good at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still ass. I'm nowhere near Dr. Casey Allen Reed level, but it's like you
4: know. windows to Mac for me, bro. Everything I want to do is literally the opposite of what I'm used to doing. And that's why it's so hard for me, but oh, I'm wow. getting it. I'm getting it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, what's funny as I, uh when I'm listening to the EP or even when I'm not listening to it, when I'm actually at work and I can't listen to music, I'll get songs. One of the songs like stuck in my head, it'll just pop in randomly. And then, you know, 15 seconds later it switches to parts of a different one of the other songs so my brain's kind of bouncing back and forth just because there's so many parts of this album that i or ep that i really enjoyed so i'll, I'll be singing the chorus in my head for something and then I jump to a verse and something else what's the you said your first tour out was kind of with concrete and north point right yeah, uh, yep. yeah. how was uh, how was yeah. the reaction to the songs and the ep and everything
4: people have been loving it surprisingly just I mean it they, and this is one thing that I was... I'm not going to say worried about because I, I generally just try not to worry about anything and just don't give a fuck, but people, multiple people have came up to us and they're like, hey, it was a couple things. It was either I've never heard you guys before, but you guys are so good live. I'm going to check out your record. Or it was I checked out your guys' record because you're on the tour and you guys were even better live. And that's one thing that I was like pressed on. I was like, I want to sound like if not better, live then Just As Good As The Record because our music is going to be very hard to, like, translate live, but we've been doing an awesome job at it, I think.
1: Awesome.
2: Sure. I, I can agree. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's kind of cool just, like, I mean, obviously we're we're going to play more, energy. like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm <laughs> <down there>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the energy's cool, been it's crazy cool. at
1: the show. Yes, energy, the-
2: energy has been stupid. Like we feed off that shit. Like mm-hmm. crowd going stupid, shit. We gonna go stupid. Like that's that's where I was trying to get to. Thank you, Trey. Trey, you uh, Trey, Trey, picks me up when <laughs> I, I get it. the most. Like, it's
0: like you guys are sharing a mind. I'm gonna kick. I was t- gonna
1: t- say we're hive mind, bro. There I, you at go. At this point, uh, wait until you see, like, I got the s- few more. Chores, s- chores. Really be- see, a few I got more
0: tours, a few more podcasts and interviews, and you'll have it down pat.
2: No, well, no, we'll sure. be in the same room and say the exact same thing at the exact same time, unprompted, no context. And it's just like, what? <laughs> Crazy.
4: The reception has been great, though, to answer your question. I think we went on tangent, but it's awesome, been, it's, it's been, hey, man, awesome. like I said, I
2: tangents I are tangents. encouraged. I love tangents. Yeah, Shout we'll, out talk,
4: we'll talk a lot, so it's good.
0: I'm going to talk, I'm going to bring up Sin City in a little bit, but I want to keep talking a little bit more about the EP, particularly, uh, the video for Burn is just insane. <laughs> it's Casey. crazy. There's nothing more sadistic Casey, than my boy. murderous clowns at a carnival and night. On top of being an awesome song, and I love the where the scream comes in there towards the end, and it That's goes kind Casey. of like the metal.
2: This is Casey's song, bro. Like real shit. This is hard. No, I'm fucking with you,
0: Casey. You want to tell us about Burn a little bit? He's gotta unmute himself. <laughs> yeah, he's-
1: <laughs> or
3: you're,
4: or you're, good you're, yeah, good. you're good now
3: you're good now walking outside just so it's it's really loud where i'm at um but yeah so what part about burn do you want to know about man burn was fun we had a lot of fun with burn
0: just like oh, yeah. how the song came together that was a good one i think that's one of the guys or one of the songs you guys like to one of the first songs you guys put out right or recorded as a band
4: yeah yeah yeah, it was the first song that we actually did. That was before even yeah. Casey was in the band yet.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I was about
3: to say, as far as like the song goes, that was, I it was pretty much um, Brendan's like he kind of really started it. I mean, I definitely added my kind of like taste to it, but generally speaking, that was totally Brendan's like baby to begin with, and then we just all added our flavors onto it. As far as the, the video goes, yeah. And I mean I did the screams on the bridge which were actually kind of a joke initially um <laughs> somehow actually kind of made the cut. So, yeah, that that will always be kind of like a bizarre thing to me that that actually happened.
4: Don't forget the didgeridoo.
3: Oh yeah, there that's forgot. Uh, is there a didgeridoo? I, yes. Yeah, there is a didgeridoo. I play the didgeridoo um and yeah, so like especially during those uh the EP all the boys would come over to my place and you know, we'd sit down and we'd work on songs and it was like really fun and collaborative. But sometimes, you know, after they finished leaving, I would just sit there with a the song all day and I'd sit there and be like, what's some dumb shit I can do on this. <laughs> and like, yeah. So I put like, I was like listening to the bridge and i almost like, I know what sound perfect on this fucking didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I'm coming back to my, uh, my roots of being a terrible vocalist i was like i want to scream on this shit too and i screamed some dumb shit and like every time we have like yes vocalists come on stage with us brendan's like scream whatever you want baby
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go on so yeah you know I, I was very uh thoughtful in my lyric writing so realize i realize I- people
0: People that listen to this are now going to expect to see a didgeridoo on stage when you guys. One play day, I, <laughs> when we I have, have the picture. budget, I want the
3: didgeridoo.
2: I have look, a picture look, of it somewhere. If I, we I, ever I'm
3: not play in Baltimore, if we ever finally play Baltimore, I will bust out the didgeridoo just for that show. <laughs> I, I was very really still, bro. Trying to imagine that I- thing in the trailer.
4: Oh, oh, yeah, no. trying to put that shit in there. <laughs> and then trying He's to forget about it. Yo, who, 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 who got Katie's didgeridoo? Yo, where, who got the didgeridoo? Where's, yo, where's it at? Didgeridoo.
3: Didgeridoo. <laughs> the didgeridoo. So, for context, the didgeridoo is like fucking six feet long. It's fucking huge. Oh, yeah. It is a big bitch. So See, like, in I'm my close mind,
0: close it was up. tied to the roof of the van. So. <laughs> That could be
4: a thing. And then it's just playing the whole entire yeah,
3: drive. It's
0: making you you don't hear a car coming, you hear the wind Yeah, the wind what wind is that? <laughs> is that? the engine? Is that the engine?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, 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 it's coming from
2: the top. That's the... <laughs> the,
1: top so, see, here's
3: the the biggest issue with the didgeridoo is everybody wants to smoke out of it. They think that they can smoke <laughs> Which, look, look. I am I'm okay with it, but also fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know how much you could pack in that thing, you? Yeah, yeah, it's A yeah. lot of fucking weed. Like, a so your salary, there, cousin. Yeah, man, you're blowing That's your whole weed budget. That's a so long.
4: We don't have the budget for that yet, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not
3: yet.
0: Um, <laughs> imposter, I do. The line, the lyrics seem like they got a little heavy in this one. Actually, like the line that j- actually jumped out for me was the "wishing for emotions I just don't feel" line, like. That jumped out at me right away when I first heard that. Mm. Trey yeah, writes all remember. his own lyrics.
1: <laughs> it's just me, like, man. Sometimes you just be sitting there like, damn, life is crazy right now. Like I really <laughs> and yeah. I and I already feel like I know I'm gonna figure a way out of this situation whatever I'm in. And it's gonna be fine. I just can't see the path to it yet. And I I wish that I could feel confident in what I know my end game is gonna be, but because I can't see each step of the way, I'm still not fully confident and I wish that I felt that, but right. hey, it is what it is. That's kind of where that came from.
0: Nice. I, th- I do think A Beautiful Mess, though, is probably my favorite song on the EP. Mine too, brother. Hail hey. yeah, Satan,
2: brother. Hail Satan,
0: brother. And I, that's <laughs> probably the chorus I get stuck in. I mean, it's the chorus I get stuck in my head the most
2: is well, a wordsmith, yo. Anything that man writes, put it put
4: on, it on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Y'all are hilarious,
4: man. I do do that. I do do that with the merch. Yeah. Anything he writes, I, I want to put it
3: on a <laughs> shirt oh, uh, Chris, I got a question for
0: you. Oh, uh-oh. Are you
3: a lyrical listener or are you more of a melodic listener? And when I The way I say that is, like, do you listen to lyrics in the music? Do they play a big role in your listening experience?
0: You were breaking up a little bit there, so I didn't catch all of it. Oh, no.
3: uh, okay. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah.
0: The best part about editing yeah, is I can perfect. shorten up awesome. the, the silence.
3: <laughs> awesome, but you can hear me, so we're yes. good. Perfect. So what I was saying is, are you a melodic listener, where you listen to like the song itself and the voice as an instrument, or are you a lyrical listener? Do you digest the lyrics, and that's what makes you like a song?
0: Both Um, uh okay i don't i i i mean the way the lyrics are sung too is a big thing that can really take me out of a song if i don't think you know the singer's voice is kind of flowing with the the music and stuff like that but and of course i mean the music the music first and foremost and you know the lyrics hit home after because the lyrics are going to take me a few listens to digest that's not what i'm going to notice first unless there's a line that really jumped out at me ah
3: i see
0: okay cool i just i I...
3: so yeah i was just going to say like uh some people, I, I know for me personally, I don't listen to lyrics at all. I don't even know what I sing half the time when I sing the harmonies with this band. Um, <laughs> and I know other people like uh, Alex Scott, who was in my last band, who was in the Sin City music video. Plugged. Shameless he, plug. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, Shout out he Troy, listens, too. Yeah, Troy, Troy's our boy. But yeah, man, he's like a big lyrical listener. And like, he'll listen to a song for the first time. And if he doesn't like the words i'll never listen to the song again it's crazy like so it's just like two different types of listeners and it made me think i wonder what type of listener you are no man we it's, ask uh, you the questions
0: yes yeah, i know this is hard-hitting stuff right here
3: this is Step Brothers right here
0: no it, like uh i mean there's songs i love where the lyrics are you know as cheesy as you can get but they're written to the melody of the song so it works and it's still a great song and then there's songs where you know super dark dark deep lyrics that I, i'll get into but like i said the first few times i hear a song you know i'm listening to the lyrics but i'm hearing the music and kind of the flow at first more than anything and then uh actually jimmy world just put out a new song today that i've only listened to once and i fucking i, I loved the musical direction and the flow on it i don't remember any of the words at the moment <laughs> other, than, other than something loud because that's what the name of the song was so yeah i plan to listen to that a few more times tonight after another few so you're really
3: next. yeah after a few beers, oh yeah. I, I never thought about
4: lyrics. that before. Like, I mm-hmm. never thought about if I'm a music, but I feel like I lean more towards the, the lyrics a lot and the melody.
0: The I mean the lyrics are they'll add a huge amount of emotion to the song for me. Yeah. Like, See, like
2: from, from me. My bad, Brandon. Go ahead, go, bro.
0: It's Zoom. Nah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> All
2: right. Man. You know, like I don't want to be talking over everybody.
4: Uh, I I like hearing you talk. Man, shut up.
2: <laughs> For me it's like it depends on the genre for real. Like that too. If it's like like rap or hip hop, like Benny the Butcher, for instance, like anything he does, like he's he's literally speaking, you know what I'm saying? And you can feel the realness in his voice. But like if I go listen to like a band or whatever, like Newfound Glory or Four Year, like I'm paying attention to drums pretty much. Like I don't know. I digest it depending on genre. I guess that's what my add-in was.
0: <laughs> hey, man. no, that's good. I, I mean, I doesn't surprise me if you're a connoisseur of a particular instrument. That's probably what jumps out at I you love, the most.
2: I love everything, bro. I was just listening to Gap Band uh, a couple <laughs> days ago. I was just damn, real Shout, so <laughs>
0: Shout out, Thaddeus. Shout
2: out, Daddy, Daddy. Miss you, baby.
0: <laughs> Too nice to say. I really love the flow of the song, man. I, I we joke about your sound kind of being all over the place in the and this is like one of those songs that i thought was a great example of that and it just flows like effortlessly it's great one had a big part of that
2: that one feels like that That...
1: (laughs) That was the kid Cuddy flow that was like the kid Cuddy in (laughs) story
4: that song was actually minor right and then we changed it to major
1: Uh, yeah we did pick it up actually one of the things that's
2: the demo was just acoustic the demo was the demo like that one had a metamorphosis of stages yeah
4: because yeah, we didn't like... like the way the chorus was but then right, we ended yeah, up
1: using uh, it yeah i wrote two different hooks yeah right
0: what's uh it's yeah. funny yeah, you mentioned think, the uh... right he hmm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he just standing still uh, all right how about now you good got more bars oh there you go yes. you
2: ain't yes. on Johns
3: hopkins wi-fi bro <laughs> oh, bro, I, I was I got to a place where I could like actually sit and have a conversation <laughs> and oh, no, unfortunately, yeah, 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 yeah but um yeah no it started out as an acoustic demo because this was back when an unnamed person was in the band that Ron you're beautiful for doing that we were <laughs> just doing like this like acoustic thing and yeah no it was it was super sick and I was like damn we should really make this into an actual song not because the acoustic part was good but Trey's vocals were just they, they were mesmerizing i was like damn trey that was deep because <laughs> i remember that i specifically remember the looking this is looking like a mission for the seals i was like
0: yeah that is one yeah. where
4: the lyrics instantly like hooked me
0: oh yeah like, that, I, like i said uh it took me a few lessons to get the lyrics down particularly mm-hmm. when you you know you start doing your rapping because then I need to listen to it a few, time, a few times yeah. just because that's faster than, you know, your normal For melodic sure. singing and stuff like that. But yeah, the seal line was really good. Try a words, man. What, what's funny, <laughs> like we, you mentioned the chorus earlier, what sticks, what jumps in my head the most about this song is actually one of the verses. The one I constantly, when I have another one of your songs stuck in my head, the verse that you start with, I remember you said you had options. That verse just always randomly pops in my head.
4: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that
0: Orla- that's Orlando, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I jumped ahead in my notes. Sorry.
2: (laughs) No
4: worries. Uh, That one gets stuck in my head too, and I think it's because we emphasize that in the studio.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about just to wrap up on Orlando. Uh, Yeah. That I. What I don't know. That first really jumped out at me the first time I heard it, and it's one that sticks. So, and Orlando is kind of like a darker song for you guys too, right?
2: Yeah.
1: A little bit. (laughs) I had friends like when we first recorded this, and I would share it with people like, "Yo, let me just get your thoughts." they like, dog, are you good? Like, <laughs> we need to talk more, like, on a deeper level. And, like, all this other stuff. I'm like, no, like, I'm fine. But, like, for real, Orlando, that was, like, that was honestly almost, like, straight straight up pulled out of a, a conversation, like, that second verse I was talking about. I remember you said you had options. Like, that was, like, bro, literally a conversation I had with somebody.
2: Uh, bro, yeah. the way you piece that shit together, you know, like, that really is on some, like, expert level wordsmithery. <laughs> like, work smithery. Work. smithery i I, was- get, like, <laughs> I'm, I get really hyped when i read trey's lyrics over or hear them over something like Nah, like bro know what the fuck you doing yo. oh like, yeah
4: remember when we changed the second the second remember you had options because didn't it you went from... Because what is the first one? The first one is, I remember, you said you had options. Yep. And the second one right. is... And then it
1: cuts the, and
2: the second one, you was asking a yeah. question the second yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like, remember when you said you had options? Like, yo,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's Alan's hard. suggestion because I had it written differently the first time. This shit really a team effort. It's like really oh, yeah. is. Like Alan just hearing that and being like, yo, what if you just drop one word here?
0: I'm that's, like, you know what? Yeah, That's, that's cool, cool because like you emphasizes. get the same... Yeah, you get it really sticks that line the second time, like for storytelling purposes too, kind of. It's great.
2: Yeah. We Mm -hmm. yo like that. Talking about this takes me back just to like that whole studio session. It's just like, we really learned a lot, a lot like about, about ourselves, like how to work with other people, but like also like how to take like direction, like constructively.
4: Yeah. The best Um, how to take the best out of each other and like right
2: for sure i feel like it was it was just a it was this ep internal discussions it was like one of the moments i, I wouldn't trade for anything like we awesome, learned no. we learned learned a ton about just what we were getting ourselves into
0: that's yep. awesome so we're close to wrapping All up right. but let's talk about sin city because this is the new song you guys just put out maybe not even a month ago now maybe just a couple of weeks yeah last about week, week right? so. So yeah today yeah yeah like only like a week or two yeah the song's awesome i love the song it's great Thank you. so how do um, how'd this song come together for you guys
4: it was just, just <laughs> the demo and this is
2: another brendan brendan uh brendan had the intro i think right just the intro yeah, yeah.
0: We. Yeah, so me, we
4: were at the point in the studio where we, i think we were already like seven songs in like and we were at the point where we were like okay we got like three four songs left what vibes do we want what do we need what is the record missing and then Trey was like yo I want some rock shit. I want some <laughs> yeah. I want I want some pop punk shit. So I was like yo this demo and then I think he went and wrote to it that night cuz we were planning to do it the next day.
1: And then yeah, the, this <laughs> that pretty much all materialized right there. Like it did. Yeah. We kind of yeah.
2: we built the like we had the intro and then we kind of built it piece by piece, right?
1: Yeah, we we had the
4: intro and the verse, but we changed the second half, the pre-chorus was the verse, but then we added the piano for the verse and moved the, the verse to the pre-chorus.
2: Right, right, right. We, yeah, it was <laughs> it was, it was, it, the was puzzle, it was puzzle on pieces. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh, yeah. The,
4: yes. So <laughs> Trey had the chorus.
2: can I Fuck tell you. tell story. <laughs> I, yo, he, Alan looked right at me when he did this shit. Yo, he was like, "Yeah, watch this." All right. So what happened was, we were working on this song. Trey had like vocals and you know shit whatever yeah would you you had you had what was the hook at first and then exactly right so the way i initially t-
1: wrote the song was right. that the first verse now was actually going to be the hook that's the way i had it in my mind
2: mm-hmm. and trey yeah. came in the booth he came in the control room <laughs> shit. like he was like yo that shit go yo like come on now and then um he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get cracking on, you know, avert verses and shit." And Alan, swear to God, yo, he was like, "Oh, he think that a fire hook, huh?" And then he he looked back at me, "Watch this." And then he said, "Dupe." He's like, "No, no, no, that's the first verse. Go write a better hook." <laughs> that was funny as bro, shit. That was I was tripping shit, too, bro. Bro, tell you we're we're rolling up later that night. I'm like smoking with Ron and shit, and I'm like. And I tell him the, Yo, I Alan,
1: wow ex- for that, bro. That's one of the best hooks I ever wrote. He just gonna move it like that, bro. That's crazy. What
2: <laughs> I told him that I told him this story the exact way I just told you, and if this is <laughs> this was at a nightly like decompressed smoke sesh, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, he did that shit. <laughs> but I think it was for the best. It was. You know? It was. It was. It, it
0: was, man. The song, song. The song came out great. The video not is really cool to play live. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the video is really cool too, Trey. with you just kind of seeing flashes of people with like their throats slit there at the card table <laughs> or, in, or in blood. I don't think I've ever seen a music video where someone ends up getting organ jacked at the end. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot the of people.
4: Yeah. A lot of people don't understand the video. And I'm just like, all right, then you're not a fan because you didn't see burn because it's literally burn part two. We're wearing okay. the same outfits. We're wearing the, the same, same clothes,
0: <laughs> makeup. Oh and like yeah. Same
4: way. What do they
0: too? I so, wait, I mean, what did. gave you guys the idea to do that for the concept for the video?
4: I think we just had it randomly, right? Literally it just randomly came right. up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, my, um, my girlfriend actually kind of like helped kind of send it to me, like, because her and I were discussing it because her and I kind of like sometimes riff for video ideas and uh yeah she was just talking about the idea of a casino and then all of a sudden the idea of bringing in burn actors and i talked to the guys and we kind of riffed and yeah but all of a sudden we had a great idea and then you know put together a really good video treatment and then we had an awesome video and it was a lot of fucking fun and sometimes the fans they'll be like wait a minute that's burn yeah and we had we had one person they're like i love the collab here and i was like that's a deep cut. i appreciate you
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Nice. So I've got one more somewhat serious question and then two lighthearted ones to wrap this up. So I know there's a lot of emotion in this album. It's in the music and the lyrics all over the place. Trey, I actually came across an interview where I think I don't know if they asked you specifically about it, but you talked about how you used to kind of hold stuff back in your lyrics. And now you've kind of learned to let that all go. Uh, and just kind of put it all out there. Like what has that evolution or that process been like for you? to go through obviously as the lead singer of a band you get a lot you get a lot of focus in the show and the lyrics and stuff like that so
1: yeah um i guess like for a long time it took me it took me a while to like just embrace like actual feelings about stuff and i was always trying to dress things up for certain people you know my parents parents friends people they know at church or whatever and like you know just trying to be <laughs>
3: or whatever yeah, I, you know know. What <laughs> I know
2: exactly what you're speaking right I know what I'm talking about I know what type of time you are
1: so yeah I was just kind of doing that and it, it just wasn't genuine you know and I felt like it was actually like lessening the quality of what we could do and maybe that was just my own perception of it like you know other people still said they loved what we were doing and everything but I just felt like, man, this is not actually up to par of what I know I could be writing. So I was just like, shit, I'm just going to start writing stuff as if, you know, I'm having a conversation or if it's like my, my journal, like, you know, you mentioned, um, a beautiful mess perfect disaster. Like that was a really like personal song for me to write about like my cousin that I haven't spoken to in like six years, you know, like that sort of thing. So oh wow, it's. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of real shit. Just keeping it real.
4: <laughs> I'm yeah, glad man. you're keeping it real because I fucking yeah. love
0: it. It's great, man. You're definitely uh the word smithery, as Ronnie yes. said, was fantastic on this <laughs> expert <laughs> expert level. Expert word level. Uh, Thank you me. guys have any pre-show rituals you do before hitting the stage?
4: Brush my teeth. Teeth shots of tequila. <laughs> okay,
2: tequila and you know some weed. Always, but that's always. Never mind. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. We're not big no, enough no, no, no. yet,
4: but when we have the chance to group huddle before going on set, we do that. Nice. Yeah. But sometimes sure. we don't have the chance to because we're fighting through the trenches and we just got to make whatever work. So sometimes we're rushing.
1: Yeah. Like sometimes, I'll sometimes dumb, we, I don't I, even have my pack and then I got run back to the green room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: crazy. Yeah. One last question. So what are you guys currently listening to these days? What's in your big CD flipbook? <laughs> right now
2: shit where Mm. am i i just did one of them uh that pie chart thing spotify thing everybody's doing
4: Uh, Oh yeah i've been listening to a lot of aries 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 is my favorite artist right now but i've also been listening to a lot of beach rock because it reminds me of my grandfather so nice a lot of Um, no doubt
2: oh
0: wow man i've been listening
2: i've been listening to a lot of uh I mean, I don't really stray from what I normally listen to. So, like, it's a lot of, like, Van Halen, Turnstile, Limp Bizkit, Green Day. Benny the Butcher, like, my favorite rapper right now. So, uh, the whole Griselda clan's in there, or Squad, whatever. I've been cranking a lot of No Love for the Middle Childs stuff. Shout out, Andy. Shout out. That's the homie. Yeah, I mean, the music good. I listen to it, so.
1: Good point. Yeah, I've been listening to, like, mad underground rap lately, and, like, Ocean Grove, Hail the Sun, but like Grove. specifically like uh, uh, you know Dell the funky Homo sapien, like yep. Deltron thirty. Wow, I haven't
0: heard that name in so long.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're bumping that MF Doom, like you know all that sort of stuff.
4: Did Case- you know the singer from Ocean Grove dates Jenna from Tonight Alive? What?
1: Yeah, they're. they're the I moment. never know stuff about people's personal lives. I need to pay. More. I didn't know
4: either <laughs> until I figured out that he like co-produced the record and shit.
1: So. That's wild.
4: Okay. Yeah, I just found out about it like two days ago, so I'm in the same boat.
1: Yeah, their their last album's tight, bro.
4: Mm-hmm. I love Ocean Grove. I think Ronnie showed them to me, but then like oh, I yeah. said, I, I saw jo- or I saw Jenna's Instagram with him, and I was like,
0: oh, that's it. Okay, nice.
2: Yeah, what um that Ocean Grove record? Yeah, Ocean Grove's tight. I forgot mm-hmm. what that record's called.
0: I'll have to check that out. I'm on the I'm on the broadside kick still myself since I've just picked mm-hmm. them up over the last month. So oh. <laughs> Flip what
2: tone, has Casey flip been listening fantasy. to that's what it's called
4: I want to know what Casey has uh, been listening to it's always interesting
3: Always, I it's I wish it was more interesting right now so I got again I'm on a contortionist kick the contortionist has a few really fucking amazing songs yeah they're, they're fucking cool the Josh Abbott band they're kind of like the country version of turnover in a lot of ways like the guy, the hmm. goalkeeper coming onto them and literally they have like the same ingredients that Turnover has, but like country and like peripheral vision, not like their new um, super avant-garde jazz shit that they do, which is mm-hmm. cool if you're into that. But I kind of like the catchiness of peripheral vision. I did like their new song. It's cool. But once again, it's kind of avant-garde. Um, there's a song called Bug Bite. It's kind of like indie, uh, which is pretty neat but yeah and i got back into uh there's an r&b playlist they just put on new music every week and i listen to that a lot because it kind of gets me inspired to write music for um cherry armor um that's uh my other project cherry armor you gotta start yeah. selling
0: shirts that actually say cherry now oh we uh, they'll be on the broadside tour just, just you yeah. And, yeah. yeah
4: they'll be on the yeah, broadside yeah. tour
3: they're they're in the works but yeah i just like i love a lot of the new music coming out but i always try to broaden my horizons because i i hope it kind of gives me some inspiration to write something that you know tickles my uh tickles my fancy and tickles the guy's fancy as well too like if i can write something that inspires trey then i just feel like that's a good song you know and then i did something positive because a lot of times trey's melody is what we really want to build around
4: we build around that's that's true and we learned that from alan honestly Cause we would just write normally and then thing. have Trey write to it. And then we wouldn't ever change instrumentally, but now we've kind of been writing and then Trey will write something sick. And then we'll be like, well, fuck what we wrote. Isn't cool enough. So <laughs> <laughs> and that's yes, been happening absolutely. a lot. So we learned, we kind of learned how to build around to make not only Trey like stand out more, but it, it in a way it makes us stand out more too, as a whole entire band.
0: Yeah. So, sure. <laughs> Awesome. So I think that's uh, that's a wrap, fellas. That's a wrap on this podcast episode.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us, homie.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So that is another edition of Stories from a Bar. Thanks, Trey, Ronnie, Casey, Brendan, Cherie Amor, not Cherry Armor. Thanks, you guys, so much for hanging out and talking about your music. And, thank you for uh, having us. Yeah. That's thank our for for uh, fan cherry, of the EP.
2: Cherry armor is our speakeasy word.
0: You get <laughs> that's that's got to be like a special fan club discount code or something. Cherry armor. <laughs> cherry, ar- cherry armor. Yeah. Uh, huge thank you out there. Oh wait, I skipped a paragraph. I'm an important one. If you're not doing it already, be sure and follow Sharia more on all the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. Uh, check out their web sh- web. I almost said web shit. Sorry. <laughs> check out check out our web shit. Yeah. Check, check out their web shit. it. You know, a giving you uh, some good shit. Yeah, they'd have some good chicks. The Sherry to for some good web shits for uh merch and tour dates. Anything else you guys want to throw in there?
2: Hey,
4: thank you for letting us, giving us the opportunity to do what we all love. Because wouldn't be here without any of you guys. So good
3: thank you, for real. Thank you so much, take, everybody. Take
2: who, care of yourselves. That's important. I'll just say, I, I yeah, want to start telling calm. everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's how the world gets to be a better place. You take care of yourself. Take care of them around you. You'll be all right. It it won't kill you. I promise.
0: (laughs) Kill them with kindness. (laughs) That's a. As Bowling for Soup says, is one of their newer songs. A huge I- thank you to everyone out there for checking out the show. You can, of course, follow Stories from a Bar on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at storiesfab to keep up with everything going on with the show. You'll find the you'll find Stories from a Bar on all major podcast platforms, so be sure to like and subscribe, and even more importantly, leave fantastic reviews and share the hell out of it. So until next time, people and listeners, thank you and cheers.